Today's sponsor is Kirsty Legister's Juice Plus. Are you looking for help with trying to lose weight? Well, this could be the solution for you. With a range of products such as shakes, boosters, capsules, and more, get started today simply by adding Kirsty on Facebook using the link in the show notes and get started today. For the ad-free version of this podcast, please visit our Patreon page and become a patron at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts in that month and all of the previous ad-free podcasts that we've done. Head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. The link's in the description. I am Supergirl. I am The Flash. My name is Sarah Lamb, but don't call us heroes. We are legends. I had to become someone else. I had to become something else. I had to become the Green Arrow. Welcome to CW Superheroes, it is Entertainment Talks podcast for the CW DC superhero shows, Supergirl, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow and Arrow. I'm your host Matthew, joining me today is Robert, how are you today? I'm doing good, how are you doing today? Pretty good, yeah, this was a excellent crossover, so I'm very happy to be here to talk about it. Um, so, yeah, we had to do the uh, CW Superhero crossover for, for this year's uh, crossover, which is all of the eight episodes. Um, they all sort of they sort of come together and go into one big uh, four-episode crossover. Uh, and this year it was called Crisis on Earth X. Um, it's to do with Barry and Iris' wedding, and then there's some evil Nazi doppelgangers that's, that invade, and then there's a 53 that happens. Um... So what did you think of it? Did you like it? I think in and of itself, it was really intense of an episode, mm. uh, especially all four. They definitely uh, went all out for that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a couple things that I had issues with, but they're okay. more of uh, just random stuff than anything like overly specific. Uh, but past that, I mean... Slight, you know, issue with it feeling like a really, really, really long version episode of The Flash. Like, the last crossover uh, was a really long episode of Arrow. Okay. But they had enough people coming in and out. They had uh, obvious shifts in filming schedules so that you could tell when is a different uh, episode. Yeah. In a different show. Mm -hmm. But overall, it was a very solid show. Yeah, The uh Sorry, go ahead. The um, thing they did with some of the characters was really shocking. Mm-hmm. We can get into that later. Yeah. Uh, so you mentioned you had a couple of issues. What, what were they? Uh, I mean, it wasn't anything really specific. It's more of a, a personal thing with... Um, uh, I, and it's one of those things that I really don't want to get into it. Not that I don't want to talk about it. it just It'll take the show down a road that we don't really need to take it down. Okay, so. okay. I understand. Um yeah, I thought this was excellent. This is this just shows what these like the work that these shows have managed to do to pull this off. I'm not just talking in terms of the episodes themselves because that's another separate lot of effort. Um, but just like having 
an, in kind of an obvious way, but in still a way that you need to do it. Um, and I'm going to make some comparisons to the Justice League, which may be a bit unfair, but I feel like in terms of quality and stuff, it's really a puts a big question mark on on the DCEU. In terms of like, we they've built up these characters really really well, and then they've put them together in this amazing episode. Whereas, um, and I'll try not to do it too much in this podcast, but the fact of in the Justice League, where you just like the characters. Let's just say the characters that we hadn't met previously, um, in the Justice League, they just sort of come together and. What I mean is to have the characters in the Justice League that haven't been pre-introduced are just kind of put in there and it's kind of like, okay, I'm Aquaman, I'm I'm the Flash, I'm these people. Whereas the work that this these shows have done to have seasons of these shows and then to just put them all together and make them all connect so well really worked so much better. And it just makes me wonder why the hell Justice League was made already. Um, and why they didn't just take the time they needed to do to do something of this level in the in the uh, Crisis on FX crossover. And even like last year's crossover. I mean it's just the case of they took the time and did the work to put it together and it worked so much better. Um, do you agree? Yeah, absolutely. Um, both in the terms of uh, the character shows for the TV show versus the movie. Uh, you, it's also another kind of an unfair comparison, but if you compare it to the Marvel movies, I mean, nobody really expected the Marvel movies to do as well as they did, but they set it up to where, you know, each one, you know, locked into the next, it locked into the next, and now yeah. we're 10 years into it, and about to come to a serious head. Um, have you seen that new, uh, Infinity War teaser trailer? I saw the, the full trailer that came out, yeah. Yeah, that, that was nuts yeah and so you know that's what they've been setting up to for the last 10 years and so it's a really unfair comparison yeah uh, but in the same vein you know it is what it is Mm-hmm. i just after watching this and seeing the infinity war stuff i know it's like different universes and studios and whatever the case is and it's a bit unfair to compare them but i just wonder why justice league was made now and why they didn't just do the films they needed to do. Because it would have maybe been as good as this was. Because when you... I mean, this is a network television show compared to like a 200 million or whatever it is dollar film. And I get that like some of these people's salaries might not be as high as like the uh, Gal Gadot's and Ben Affleck's of the world. But like... They just pulled it off better, is what I mean. And I still enjoyed the Justice League. I still thought it was a good film. Um, but this just goes to show when you put time and work into it and make and have the patience to do it, that it comes off better. Um, so I, I, I'll give credit to the, to the CW for that and Warner Brothers and whatever. Um, but in terms of the episodes themselves, like just seeing all these superheroes come together and having... Having it in an interesting way where, like, they say, okay, we need the legends to come in. And they actually come in on their episode. So the episode still kind of means something, even though they, they didn't even have to. Um, my only question for these crossovers is, let's say you, you know stuff about these shows. You don't know that much, but you think, okay, I'll, I will watch The Flash or something. Which you don't know, 
you might not know it takes place two seasons after Arrow or however many seasons it was and you jump in and then you land on this episode which is like in the middle of this crossover I would hope that they would be I mean I guess on like a DVD or like a Blu-ray or wherever it would say crossover episode but then you might think okay where's the rest of the parts do I have to watch the other shows and stuff which you don't have to because the only thing is like watching the other episodes of the crossovers with it as opposed to all of the four shows so um yeah it's just uh, that's always a kind of question that i've had um in terms of the plot and stuff what did you think of the uh evil doppelgangers which were kind of the in the main villain and sort of thrust yeah uh for the most part i thought they were done well there wasn't really a shock when they were revealed to be the evil doppelgangers because we had the scene in the wedding, in the in the uh, church rather, and obviously the priest says, you know, speak now forever you hold your peace. Which, by the way, as someone who has gone to several weddings, mm-hmm. I don't know where the hell that came from, but they never say that in actual okay. real weddings. But just as, as an aside, then you know the priest gets blasted. And then we've got, you know, a guy in the Prometheus outfit, and then we got a guy uh, shooting arrows, and we got a chick that's flying around shooting laser beams out of their eyes. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they were their evil doppelgangers, not exactly the shocker of the century. Yeah. Did you like the, the characters themselves, though? Like, did you find I thought them they were well done. I yeah. Mean, I mean, Car- uh, Melissa Benoit obviously had a lot more fun uh, being evil. Yeah, yeah. That, that, was, that was cool. The one question I had was like, okay, so they got evil Oliver, they got evil um, Kara, but then they had the reverse flash. So they didn't... I, is it because we just did that in season three of, of The Flash and they wanted to just do something different? Like, we didn't want to see Savitar again kind of thing? Uh, it's possible. I mean, for, for all likelihood, it might just be that the actor that played Eobard on Legends wasn't available for shooting. That's why they had uh, possibly uh, the uh, Wells version of the Reverse Flash. That would yeah. make the most sense. Um, but past that, I mean, they made a pretty good. Uh, the the uh, two doppelgangers made pretty good uh, combo villain. But you are right. I, w- I would have liked to have seen somebody mm. else. I didn't have a problem with it. I just I was like, okay, how come they've got a different a different option? Yeah. As opposed to Evil Barry. But I guess it's because we just did that. And we yeah. haven't seen Eobard's uh, or Wells' version of Reverse Flash for a little while. So maybe they wanted to change things up a bit. Uh, but I thought that was just kind of interesting. Um, <clears throat> so, um, I know this is a bit of a heavy thing to dive into, but it is my second note here. Uh, Stein dying and... It, what happens to Jax now? Because they didn't explicitly like say, okay, this is what's going to happen to you now. Well, what they set up was him not being dependent on Stein for being Firestorm. Yeah. So obviously Firestorm is gone in this iteration. Uh, they had like a, a really goofy series to where uh, Stein was trying to invent a superpower for him. And they joked that they yeah, were the trying Spider-Man to make him, references. Yeah, yeah, the Spider-Man reference. But the only thing that he would do would be to be able to stick to walls. Um, now, the character <laughs> is still essentially the ship's engineer. 
So he can still be on the ship and still be legend doing that kind of stuff. Uh, and they did set up it to where, you know, he could possibly get a superpower because technically he is still a meta. You know, yeah. the original uh, Firestorm was uh, Robbie Amel and his character. Uh, not Technically, they haven't officially said that he's died. He just was at that vortex. Is somewhere else, yeah. Yeah, somewhere else at the end of season one. So technically they could bring him back. Yeah. And then again, different actor availability, all those kind of factors yeah. come into play there, yeah. And plus let's not forget that uh uh the Star Citizen character didn't start out as a meta. That became you know, halfway through season two of Legends to where they found some Ray found some weird research and used it to heal him and then he gained that ability. Mm-hmm. So with the Jackson character being a meta, there's really several easy ways that they could give him some kind of power and make it easily explainable. Yeah. Whether they will or not, don't know, because I don't know what's behind the scenes with the actor, if something's mm-hmm. going on. But yeah, that was quite the shocker for them killing off Stein. I was just, because I, yeah. I messaged you on Facebook, and I was like, okay, well, that just happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, did so when they kind of teased that Stein was going to leave and stuff. Did you think it would be the retirement route where he would just go and live with his <clears throat> his daughter and his wife and stuff? I was kind of hoping that. I mean, I mm-hmm. hate it when they kill off characters. Unless the actor to begin with. Unless the actor just was like, okay, I don't want any option to come back. I don't want it to be like, oh, maybe he can come back out of retirement one day, just like kill me off kind of thing. Um. Yeah. But it that that worked as well, like his death and his uh, scenes with Jax and stuff, or Jackson. Um, I thought those worked really, really well. Um, yeah, it gave it a lot espe- of meaning. Yeah, especially in this universe where people have died multiple times and come back, and different versions of people have come back, and all sorts of things. When we know that this death is pretty much permanent, like ninety nine percent sure permanent. Um, it just gives that much more meaning. Now I'm glad that Sarah has come back from her multiple deaths, um, and Thea has come back and stuff like that. Um, but it just does give that bit more weight when somebody actually does die. Like we've seen Ray die before. We've seen Reverse Flash and Eobard, and those people die several times. Um, so when somebody does die and it, it sticks with it, uh, it does mean that much more. Yeah. So. I mean, technically, we haven't seen Ray die. I mean, we saw the explosion that ended the third or fourth season mm-hmm. of Arrow. I think third. Yeah. Uh, but they never actually like, showed a dead body. They just had the explosion and presumed to be dead. But obviously, they were going to bring him back regardless. Okay. So I mean, at the end of season two, when Neobot, like rips his heart out of his chest. In the... Oh, of Legends. Yeah. yeah but yeah. that was to where they, uh, they fixed that within the same you know mm-hmm. season. That wasn't like a like a teaser or anything like that. That was right. just the end of one anachronism and starting it up another. So Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm glad that Stein's death had some actual weight and meaning to it and they gave it a good funeral and all that kind of stuff. It really did add up quite nicely. Uh, Sarah and Alex, what did you think of that? Uh, that wasn't really all that unexpected because you you they've established Sarah as pretty much bang anything, anytime, anywhere. Right. And then you had mm-hmm. the Alex character, you know, just off the breakup with Maggie, right. uh, going to a stuff. wedding, yeah. sees all that wedding, you know, lovey-dovey crap, and then drinks too much. So, 
yeah, again, not the biggest shocker in the world. Yeah. I thought it was still kind of fun, though. Um, and kind of funny. I mean, it gave, it gave the reason for the characters to interact. I don't think um, that it was as interesting as it could have been, but mm-hmm. uh, it was obviously there. That that was a weird theme uh, for the whole crossover. I don't know if they were doing it intentionally or if it just happened to work out that way. And, this, and I'm not the only one that saw this because IGN did an article about it to where they called it the gays ruling uh, the crossover, which I don't really understand why they would title it such. But if you think right. the the Ray character, not Ray Palmer, but the Ray that they introduced in at the yeah. crossover episode three, when they brought back Wentworth Miller and they made both those characters gay, which mm-hmm. is no big deal because Wentworth Miller in real life is homosexual. So, right. You know, and obviously they brought him off of Earth X, so he's going to be in a couple epi- episodes here and there. I don't know which in which show and in which context. I think he's in. I the, did like the mid-season finale of Legends. Yeah, I think, and I did like happen. that uh, his. They had the old school glasses for him firing the freeze ray. Yeah, um, I, I loved. I just love that character still. Um, whether he was the, the whether it's the bad anti-hero version from season one of Flash or um, or this version or any of the others I've always really liked Wentworth Miller as uh, Captain Cold uh, it's a shame that he's probably going to be leaving um, or whatever's going to happen to him um, because to be honest uh, him and Heatwave I I don't really like Heatwave as compared to Captain Cold. I know they're different types of characters, but I'm kind of starting to find Heatwave as very, like, one note. He hasn't really changed that much. I mean, I know he had that thing towards the end of Season 2 of Legends where he was like, okay, I don't really know why I'm in this team and I'm actually going to change a little bit, but it didn't really have much of an effect, and he's kind of stayed the same. Um, Now, I know that Captain Cold hasn't really changed that much, but he was more interesting to begin with. Uh, what do you think in terms of that? I think it's one of those things that's always going to be a little tough, um, because, you know, they started him out as a villain, and he was a pretty good villain. I mean, he had uh, the menace that you need to have as a villain. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, they try to do a bit of a redemption arc for the first season of Legends, which worked for the most part. And then, you know, had a little bit of a crossover here and there from the time travel and whatnot. So it's really going to be interesting to see how the new uh, Captain Cold is going to play out. Because if you remember, mm. they they made a reference to the Flash episode to where you make a plan, you execute the plan, you expect the plan to go off the rails, throw out the plan. And then they had uh, him say, that's a stupid thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I, m- I remember that episode of Flash still. That was a pretty good one. Um, but yeah, him referencing what he said on another Earth. Uh, mm-hmm. Or him getting the reference. Um, and being like, no, I disagree with that. That was, that was kind of funny. Um, Tommy turning up as Prometheus, I guess. That was, ki- was kind of cool, but kind of short-lived at the same time. Yeah, that was kind of a throwback to when the Prometheus character... They were trying to say who it was. That was one of the big fan theories, was that it was some either rebirth or rebranding of the Tommy Merlin character 
to be uh, Prometheus. Yeah. So that was kind of a nod to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but he just wasn't really in this that long, and he died. Um, yeah. But in terms of Easter eggs, that's kind of cool. I just would like to see them use it a little bit more in in the episode. Um, it's it's cool to see the actor back. I guess that that was pretty cool. Um, what else happened in this? Uh, Oliver and Felicity eventually got married, and so did uh, Barry and Iris. I guess I I should say that the other way around. Um, because Felicity's got this thing of like, okay, I didn't want to get married. We don't need the piece of paper, etc. Um, and then they see Barry and Iris getting married. Um, which to tie that into another funny scene. Barry literally runs over to Diggle and just, like, steals him. And Diggle's like, what the hell is going on? Um, he could have at least, like, stopped for a second and said, okay, can you come with me? It's just for... He wouldn't have said no, would he? Um, like, he didn't just have to go and just grab him. Uh, I, I thought that that was kind of funny. But he could have stopped for a second and said, okay, we need you to marry uh, me and Iris and, and that. And he, I'm sure he would have said yes. So um, what, did, what did you think of that? Yeah, I mean, that was, that was an option. Another option that they could have done was to run everybody to, like, the city hall uh, mm-hmm. in uh, Star City. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, we're in Star City now. Now you can marry us. Mm. Uh, but I think, honestly, the reason why they did that is they just needed a reason for John Diggle to be in the episode. Because I don't remember him being in the crossover. Mm. Um, I mean, there was the fight scene, but for all we know, that was just the... Um, this, the uh, stun actor, not him actually in that suit. Yeah, yeah, because they had like um, Diner and uh, what's his name, Mr. Terrific. Okay, Mr. Terrific. Yeah. And, Which he uh, actually Wild explained Dog. his name uh, this time. He said it was because of his favorite wrestler. We've been waiting for that for seasons. Um, yeah, well, they kind of they kind of did it a little bit. Um, in the previous season, but it was more of a an indirect way because we I mentioned this before that I kind of copped to that. They explained it like little bit of bits to where him and uh, uh, Wild Dog character were talking, but it was more like background chatter than anything you would pay attention to. So okay, it's really easy to miss. I thought it was cool. Though. I only caught it because I rewatched that whole last season and was like, okay, well there's that. Okay, well there's that. Oh, well there's that. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, he came out and said that, that that's why he was called Mr. Terrific. Um, and they had Dinah and Renee come in for the episode as well. They weren't in it that much, but uh, at least they, they took part in it and they, they did a couple of things here and there, which was cool. Because uh, in the, I'm not sure which of the episodes it was, but in one of the episodes, uh, he talks to somebody via like you know the camera on the tablet. And I thought, okay, are they just going to give him this little cameo kind of thing? But they, they put him in the episode, which I thought was good. Um, when we saw Diggle, was he working on his arm? Yeah. Because maybe that uh, was I mean, the reason the he didn't thing. want to fight or something. Yeah, and that's what confused me. Because when you opened up on the first episode, you had Oliver in the uh, arrow suit. But he had quit being the arrow for his son. Yeah. So that kind of confused me on that. So, well, he came and then he sort of came back in the in the previous episode, and yeah. sort of suited up a bit. Um, but it made sense that he would be the one in in the suit for this episode. Uh, but yeah, they, the, the the four of them get married, of course, to the the two couples. Um, 
more did you think of of that in general? I thought that was a really nice way to to end the crossover. Yeah, and, and it makes sense that she would be hesitant to be married because you know when she gets engaged, and then all that nutty because that's what they talked about was that you know she gets in, gets engaged and then immediately is in that car wreck and then gets paralyzed. Yeah, and uh, so I can understand uh, you know being a little hesitant of history repeating itself, but then. You know, seeing Barry and Iris and then getting over her fears, uh, it made sense. Mm-hmm. So, especially with having the fake wedding to where uh, they were bait for Cupid, uh, I can understand now. Doubly, especially with the fact that she was at a wedding and then, you know, Nazis attacked. Yeah. So keeping it on the down low makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but it was a. I thought it was a really nice way to, to end the crossover with just sort of. Would you call those the main characters? With that's but without Supergirl yeah, and Sarah. The the core main characters. Yeah, so I, I would say the main characters are the guys that the people in this scene, uh, Supergirl and Sarah. I'd say those are like the main characters. Because you got like the original sort of team Arrow. Um, of course, I know Laurel was in that as well, but she's not here anymore. Um, and then you've got, of course, Barry and, and Iris. And then you've got uh, Supergirl and Sarah. So I, I'd say those are the main people in this show. In these shows, rather. Um, what else have we got? Killer Frost gliding into the wave, uh, um, wave, rider, wave Rider. Sorry, I thought that was really cool. Um, and she she had... It was uh, Artemis and the other person. The, the other new character mm-hmm. that we recently met. I thought that was really cool. Uh, this crossover must have cost quite a bit of money. As well. Oh yeah, with all the Killer Frost CGI, which again is another favorite thing of mine, and then all the actors, they they had to throw everything at this budget. Mm-hmm. Uh, so did you did you like that scene? Yeah, it was a fun scene. Mm-hmm. That's definitely fun. Uh, and then Cisco, of course, uh, rides the Wave Rider um, with uh, Wells there as well. I thought that was really cool. That that wasn't for that long either. But it it happened still, which was kind of cool. Um, Captain Cold returns. We've talked about that. Supergirl actually being involved this year. I mean, I know they kind of had to because she had her, had her um, doppelganger there. But uh, do you think they did better with her character? Yeah, they definitely did better with her character because they, because uh, you know, she uh, outside of the wedding aspect of it, she was kind of the main focus of the reason for the Nazis being there is they were trying to take her heart. You know, to replace it for their characters. Uh, the uh, Overlord, I think, is what she was called. Um, I think so, yeah. But, yeah, so that was a big focus with why they were there doing what they did. So, And that was the thing that was missed mostly with the last crossover. Is that, yeah, you had the Dominators and, yeah, they were there because Barry was doing time travel, but it never really felt like they had any reason to do that outside of just doing it. Whereas this one, you know, forcibly taking heart from somebody else, mm-hmm. that's a big motivation. And, you know, that obviously can drive the plot a lot better. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Supergirl was handled, of course, a lot better this year. And her episode was actually relevant in the crossover because it wasn't last year. Like we've discussed multiple times. Um, but, I mean, in terms of her being needed because she's the most godlike, 
kind of ties in with what I said about Superman, but not in a problematic way. Like, I, I did a big speech a couple of weeks ago. I think it was on the fifth episode of these, uh, where I complained about and continue to feel the same way about uh, how much stronger Superman is. But I'm glad at least that Overgirl said, like, okay, you are this god, you deserve more and stuff. And I'm like, and I'm like, yeah, she, she should be treated so much. She should be so much more than what, what she is. So at least they and kind that of goes, addressed uh, it in a way. Yeah, and that goes back to one of the previous episodes to where they started a cult around her. Because yeah. that was something for her. I'm really surprised they didn't bring up because it was something to where she could have said, they tried to worship me on my world and I didn't allow it. Um, and that would be you know, very uncomfortable is somebody trying to worship you as a god. Mm-hmm. That would you know that would really mess with your head. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this, her involvement was a lot, lot better this year. Um. How mm-hmm. do you think they can? What do you think they can do next year? They just did this massive, great big thing. Um. I don't know. Unless they just do. Unless it's to a point where, like, this is the peak level of what you can do with these, but you just change the story every season. I'd be fine with that. You never know, man. Yeah, because it's like the first year was just a little Flash versus Arrow thing, which is tiny compared to this, if you think about it. I know it was just their first one, but um, it, just, it just shows how much things have kind of evolved. And then the second year was the thing with um, Battle Savage, I think. That was when Legends and Supergirl had started. And then I think the year after was... Um, the invasion and then the next and then it was this one so i think those were the four that we've had because it's only been a crossover since uh flash has actually been on so those were the four for each each year um have i got that right i think yeah I, yeah yeah so it started out small with just a fight with the two of them and then slowly grew and grew um <clears throat> i guess with more characters coming in the show like maybe next year they can have uh is it elasticated man in. Maybe they could put him uh, in next year. Elongated Man, elongated I think is what man. his name is. Yeah, they could probably put him in next year. Um, speaking of the Ray characters that you mentioned, the one that has the relationship with uh, Captain Cold, um, I had a feeling during the episode that like he was maybe going to replace Firestorm because he's very, very similar in terms of the characters, like how he, how he is and stuff. Mm-hmm. Do, do you agree with that? I mean, that's definitely a possibility. I don't know if that'll happen. I don't really read, like, trade publications, so I don't know if uh, Jackson's character is leaving the show as well. I don't know. I just... Because we don't need Jackson to become a Felicity or a Curtis because we have Gideon already. Mm -hmm. And I don't want him to just be the engineer. Like, he deserves to be more than that, so I hope that they give him something else. And I'm sure with all the techie people in this world, in this Arrowverse, that they can come up with some kind of suit for him to fight in, mm-hmm. in some kind. Because I mean, not everyone on this shows on these shows is a metahuman, so you can have powers in other ways. Um, maybe Sarah can like teach him to become. Could they do like a male black canary? Uh, it's and she... possible. You... Although you he, never know. although he might say like, okay, that was what your sister actually was, and I don't want to do that, maybe, mm-hmm. sort of thing, because they have um, Diana. I don't know. I'm just thinking of ideas of what what he could sort of become, and I'm thinking that with Sarah's training, she could teach him to fight the same sort of way. I don't know. 
Yeah, my thought would be that where, like I mentioned before, since he technically isn't meta, they just find some power and activate it within him, and then he's a standalone superpower. I guess so. What, what would you like to see him him have? Uh, something that they haven't had in the show for a while. I don't know really Green what Anton? that could be because no, no because be that's Green more Anton, specific really. with the the core. Although they did mention um, it in the universe in one of the. Uh, not the crossovers, but when one of the flashes, they were in a Ferris air, and one character said, I thought this place shut down, and Barry said, yeah, one of the test pilots disappeared. Huh. So they did mention that. And that was one of the other things I wanted to talk about, is them setting up Superman in that universe. Yeah, where the hell is Superman in this Arrowverse? He's uh, he's been in like four episodes, and that's it. Yeah, but if you think about it, in the scene to where she's uh, Kara says, you know, my co- she mentions her cousin, and yeah. then you have Eobard Thawn saying, I fought your cousin. So in the universe, she, he and they do exist on some level. Uh, maybe Krypton hasn't exploded yet. Maybe they'll show up in, you know, child form later. I don't know. I just, yeah. I mean... I get it, we don't have a Batman or a Wonder Woman yet, so there's yet. the reason uh, for that. But it, remember, at the end of that one Legends episode, they dropped Helen of Troy off at uh, Themyscira. Mm. Um, so, like Batman's Wonder Woman in this is, world, we just haven't met him yet. Yeah, well, they did mention him by name uh, in the episode after Green Arrow's identity gets compromised. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oliver Queen's up on the stage, and he specifically names Bruce Wayne. Yeah. So he is in the universe on some level, just not as Batman, perhaps. So it's one of the things they could bring in. But since those characters are all tied up with the Justice League, I imagine they're not going to you know, bring him in very well. Mm. Or bring him in at all anytime soon. Mm. The only one's the Flash, isn't it? So, And yeah. Superman, sort of. So. <laughs> Super- Superman indirectly in the Flash. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just thinking of other people that Jackson could become. Um, cause this is kind of a new, interesting door that's opened. Um, like I liked him as Firestorm, but maybe it's it's time for a change and stuff. Um, well, since he already has the engineering background, I'd like to see him on something of a of a techno level, to where you know incorporating possibly. tech into his thing, kind of like how they did with the Adam suit with Ray, only you know, not just completely doing random shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we'll see what they do with with Jackson. Maybe they. Hopefully they'll do something with it next episode because we have one more of each left. So mm-hmm. uh, before the mid-season break, yeah, yeah, the the mid-season finale episodes or the winter finales as they're called or the fall finale is a lot of different <laughs> um, ways to describe these episodes. Uh, what else is there here? Um, which characters was which char- which single character was you most impressed by? Hmm. Should I let you think and give my answer? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, the Flash. I just thought, I I know it's a bit cliche because like, um, he's kind of my favorite character in these shows and stuff. But there's just something very distinct about the Flash compared to the rest of these superheroes. And I know it's you know the speed and stuff, but um, I specifically remember the the the, the bit of the trains with Ray and he's trying to stop that robot. I thought that was really impressive as well. Um. So I, I, and I don't necessarily mean Barry. I mean just the Flash. Um, but that, that's just my pick. So, who would you go with? 
I probably have to go with Cisco. I mean, he wasn't in it as much as I'd like him okay. to be, but he's definitely the one that just is able to roll with whatever's going on, no matter what it is. Because yeah, you throw him in the cage, okay, somebody will get me out. You know, we got to get to the ship. Oh, I'll just boom fire Bober mm. and go there. And uh, they they really brought him back to the kind of the fun loving Cisco that he was in season one. Definitely, yeah. and got away from the the moody bit for flashpoint so mm-hmm. which, which was, i enjoy yeah which is good yeah i agree cisco is pretty impressive in these episodes um he's always kind of impressive to be honest he's that he is the comic relief of maybe this arrowverse i mean i know we have a lot of fun characters but he's the one that kind of you know he's literally the guy that comes up with the superhero names and stuff like that so uh it's kind of cool in that way um what else do we have uh i talked about ray already um is there anything else you want to talk about anything else that you sort of remembered nothing that's really jumped out at me okay what about that sort of general action a lot of action yeah very interesting with the action mm-hmm. which is, is you know what you want from anything superheroes to see all these people literally come together and and fight um I mean, you can't necessarily keep track of where everyone is and stuff, but it's not really for that. It's more to just see the fun side of of these heroes just fighting random things or people or whatever the case is. Um, the only kind of strange thing was, is I remember towards the end of uh, the Legends episode, you saw Arrow fighting with, uh, what was his actual name? The Evil Arrow? Because we had Reverse Flash and we had... Overgirl. What was Iroh? I don't think they ever gave him no. an official name. He was always just the Fuhrer. Yeah. Uh, but the, the evil version of Arrow, they were fighting on top of that car, and in the end of the episode, like 10 minutes later, he just beat him. I'm like, okay. Uh, but I get it. Um, that, that was kind of funny. Like It went to the end of the episode where they each kill their doppelgangers, apart from Flash, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, and he only just kills him. It's like, okay, what, what were you doing in the car for like 10 minutes? Just sort of, sort of brawling it out. But it, it doesn't really matter. Um, so yeah, I just addressed it there. The fact that Barry didn't kill Reverse Flash. What are your thoughts on that? That's not unexpected. I mean, mm-hmm. Flash never really kills to begin with. No. And then, you know, since he adopted the uh, the Wells persona... Barry doesn't know where he's at in the timeline, so if he kills him, he could screw something else up, and he's yeah. definitely way too paranoid about screwing up time again yeah. <laughs> to do something like that, so... Mm-hmm. Do you think again, it, not unexpected. Do you think it leaves the door open for Reverse Flash? Uh, I mean, it definitely leaves it open. I really hope they don't open that door. Okay, how, how come? I think it's just been played out. Okay. You mean in terms of, like, Flash Season 1 and Legends season two and yeah and that sort of stuff and yeah. all of that. and the multiple multiple times we've been back to the barry's mother's death scene and reverse yeah. flash has been there um I, I kind of agree but i think he's one of the more entertaining characters so i wouldn't mind it but i i i get what you mean i see where you're coming from um who knows maybe somebody else can play him uh we'll, we'll have to wait it's always see. a possibility yeah maybe jay comes back or something like that or or um who else has there been? Maybe, I don't know, Evil Barry comes back. And, I don't know, there's so many things they could do with that because you can just mess about with, with stuff in that sort of way. Um, okay, I think that's about all I want to say for this crossover. Um, 
the last question I have is if if somebody said, "Oh, Robert, I've heard of these like CW shows and they cross over and stuff," um, would you say if they wanted an episode to be like impressed by, would you show them this crossover, or do you think you'd definitely tell them to start right from the start? It would depend on how much. Uh, superhero background they had before, right? You mean like if they l- in general, entirely, yeah, sort of yeah, just in in general. Because if they hadn't seen literally anything, yeah, I'd probably start them with Flash season one because, like I've said before, first couple seasons of Arrow are just so kind of gritty and dark. They would probably turn a lot of people off. Okay. Um, what about if you showed them like one of the middle ones or something just for just for the sake of like superhero and spectacle and to show a bit of these characters do you think that would work in in some sort of way uh definitely possible so definitely so not like definitely not the episode where stein dies obviously because then they would know he dies um but maybe one of the other ones or something one of the other middle ones um just just for pure like spectacle for pure spectacle probably like the first couple episodes of legends just because they they started that off pretty fast. I suppose so. Or maybe you could show them um, some episodes of like last year's crossover or something like that. Um, or maybe the Vandal Savage stuff. That might be kind of interesting. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they they could go down maybe that route. But the best way to watch these shows is to to start from the start and really get to know the characters. Because as I mentioned right at the top, it's the sake it's the case of the work that they've done to put all these characters together and stuff that that really works so if they if they want that then they should really start from the, the very start um okay now i think i'm i'm done with talking about these episodes do you have anything else to say no other than the fact that i really like the crossover yeah me too really well done me too yeah um i just i wonder what they're gonna do for next year but we'll we'll find out i'm sure um, so yeah, thank you for listening to our episode for this year's uh, crossover for the CW superhero shows. Uh, it's a shame we do only get this once a season, because it would be interesting if they did stuff in the second half, because you have more episodes in the second half of the season as well. Um, so it would be kind of cool if they did something with that, but I don't know. Uh, but if you're interested in our other content, it's on entertainmenttalk.org. Um, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, you can join the Facebook group, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, you can uh, find us on Stitcher, you can find us on Patreon, uh, you can find Robert's Mixer streaming thing, that's for when he streams like video games and stuff. Uh, you can find my Twitch one, uh, which is for where I stream video games and stuff like that. Um, please check out our schedule at the top of the website. Um, it's called Schedule and Coming Soon. It's pinned right at the top. So that's um, we, where you go to know what's like coming out and stuff like that. Um, but I, yeah, that's it for this episode. Thank you all for listening. And we shall see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>